This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. I am your host, Chris Bowman. I'm your other host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And uh, at long, long last, uh, our uh, lovely and talented guest this week is Alex Edkins from uh, the band Mets. Alex, welcome. Yay. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming, uh, man. We oh, have had pleasure. a bit of a back and forth. Um, I mean, it started out, you know, expressing interest, like having Alex come on the show. And he was quick to agree, very nice, very kind uh, to agree to come on. And then it was, you know, scheduling. So it was, you know, put it out there. You know, come on, won't you? And yeah, sure. Can't do it now. Okay, cool. Then a month goes by. <laughs> yeah. Month. I thought, uh, Chris, I, at a certain point, I thought that you'd made this whole scenario up. This is how I feel about like a few of the... the the Toronto bands that I am trying to get on because they're, you know, quite busy. And, uh, so it just sounds like I'm like, Oh yeah, no, it's totally going to happen, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so we, it was like, you know, then it would be a couple times we try to figure out in a month. And then like this, this week was, we were, we had a solid volley back and forth, like just fuck <laughs> it, break out the calendar. Let's make it happen. You know? Mm-hmm. So it was good. Well, Alex, you've been a busy man. What have you been up to? Uh, well, you, these, this day and age, uh, if you're trying to play music, the only mm-hmm. way to pay the rent is to be out there playing. Um, so we like to keep busy doing that as yeah. much as we can. So lots of lots of shows, lots of touring. I just I just read a uh, I don't know whose quote it is. I just I just read um, somebody said that it used to be that you would tour to promote a record, but now you write a record to promote a tour. Kind of, kind of like it, it certainly feels that way. I think that the industry is is somehow flipped, and yeah, uh, yeah it's definitely the the album is the um, advertising tool to get people to come to your shows. So, yeah, yeah. And you haven't had too much trouble with that. <laughs> Does that mean you lose the effect of like when you play the new songs, people head head to the back for a beer or hit the head? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, because I don't know. Like, I feel like when you go see like a big famous band and they're like, "This is this is one of our new album." It's like you know, you can feel the room chill out a little bit. <laughs> Certainly, I mean, th- there's there's definitely truth in that. But I think, I mean, you guys are like a young enough band in terms of you know uh, catching the attention of the public ear. Like, you know, everything is new to the people still, pretty much. Yeah, definitely. We've been playing for a long time, but <clears throat> we feel pretty young in that yeah. our first record came out only in 2012 and we really started traveling uh, around that time. So yeah, definitely kind of still, uh, fi- I mean, recently we went down to, to South by Southwest and there was a whole lot of people saying, hey, I've never heard of you. And you right, know, that's right. kind of cool. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Excuse me, I'm you gotta you gotta find those people, you know. Like that's how <laughs> that's you grow a, a following. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm like burping. I'm I'm pu- I'm, pu- I'm pulling a Ben here. I'm burping right into the microphone. <laughs> Almost everyone we tell about our podcast uh, says, "Oh, I've never heard of that." You know, it's funny. There is not. There is. I may have mentioned it on here before, but there is not a better way to kill a conversation than to tell somebody you have a podcast. It's funny. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Kills it dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. In most in most situations, not all situations, but. It's like, oh yeah, what do you, uh, 
what do you do? Like, you know, working behind a bar, people ask, like, oh, do you do anything outside of the bar? Because usually people do. Yeah. And like, this is my go-to actors. thing. Like, this is the thing I, I, I am most excited about. And so, I don't know. The tra- it just does not translate. <laughs> I do a podcast and they quickly scatter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, right. I feel like it's... <laughs> Like I don't know. It's I feel like there's some interesting conversation to be had about it. I when I used to be a music video director, that was way more interesting sounding than whatever the answer to any question somebody would ask me after saying that sure. was. You know, like if I was at a party and somebody's like, "What do you do? I direct music videos." You know, yeah. like they're picturing like you know hotel rooms and cocaine and well, you this know, is it. This is it. It's all. It's all. Uh... All this make-believe uh, Hollywood, you know, world that really, I'm sure it exists, but I've never seen it, you know. And I yeah. mean, same with with it music. Must be it's out very there. much it's it's out there, but it's uh, the majority of people doing it never experience it. And uh, yeah. I can definitely say that that's my reality. I it's think like, that we're <laughs> at a time now, though. People don't. Be- Do you think people still believe that myth? Like, I mean, you know, like back when, let's say, like zeppelin or you know like all the big rock bands back in the 60s 70s even well of course the 80s like excessive 80s but like you know you would see it in music videos like whatever whether it's like hair bands or like whoever like there's there's you know big houses and and flash cars and you know girls and alcohol and stuff you don't i mean you still see it in hip-hop videos but nobody really fucking believes that is like the life a a rock and roller lives right like i mean i think it was a roots video where they like where they like shot the stereotypical rap video but then like every time like a bentley would drive on like screen the there would be price. like a caption at the body yeah. <laughs> bottom that's <laughs> right yeah said that they I rented that it one. i mean it's 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 funny because uh there's still people who have a total misconception about it they mm-hmm. you know um but i mean for for a band like us that's not even really attempting at all for mainstream success they just think you're out of your mind most people they're like what are yeah. you thinking yeah, like, and, why you are know, you doing it you know it's a uh, and yeah. it, it's you do it for the love of it and you know but guys what is mainstream it. even these days right well, am I right? <laughs> let's not go there yeah make your own stream uh yeah i was thinking uh i was thinking about how uh when you like tell somebody oh, the internet is really obsessed with this thing right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's sort of a meaningless thing because we're all getting like filtered internet now. And, right. you know, like what I see on my Twitter feed and in my Reddit front page and my Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. is going to be like completely different from what you see. Mm-hmm. So I heard someone the, say uh, the other day that, uh, that eyebrows are really in right now. Dude. And I, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to. to I yeah no. yeah. Do you Google that? Do you, oh, I don't do know. you verify? I, I just, like, <laughs> what do you mean? I know. I uh, well, I I think uh, I can never remember where I tell the story. So if I if I've told it here before, I apologize. But I used to work in like a uh, like a clothing retailer, and uh, it was like these teenage kids that came in, and and uh, I swear to God, the the phrase, you know, shorts aren't just for summer anymore. Like, like, and I was like, okay, I'm too old to be here. This is not, this is shorts aren't just for summer anymore. All right. So it's shorts and tights, I guess. I I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand the world. Grandpa Simpson strikes again. (laughs) 
Ben, why don't you start us off? What's uh, what's happening? Uh, I'm uh, realizing that I'm a terrible handyman around the house. Mm-hmm. It's taken you this long uh, to realize that. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, right. How about how, how about you, Chris? What's happening with you? Um, oh, fuck again. I've forgotten what my fucking thing was this week. <laughs> sitting on a treasure chest. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. I may or may not be sitting on a small uh, Tupperware container-sized treasure chest. Uh, Alex, how about <laughs> you? Yeah. Uh, my recent news is um, my wife and I were forced to move uh, homes very quickly uh, in the city of Toronto. Uh, and uh, God it was damn. quite the experience. I think you and Ben are going to have a little uh, a little uh, tete-a-tete uh, okay. about this my, okay. my stress level is, has just gone <laughs> completely off the chart. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk drinks. Let's talk drinks. I'm going to start with Alex's drink. Alex, you're going to be drinking something called uh, House of Pain. Uh, it's an ounce and a half of dry gin. It's uh, one ounce of slow gin, uh, one ounce of Campari, and three raspberries. So in a mixing glass, gently muddle the raspberries, add the remaining ingredients uh, to the mixing glass, and fill with ice. Stir and double strain into a double rocks glass over a few fresh cubes. Delicious. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Very fancy. Yeah. That's one I would have uh, expected a shake on. I know. I know. I, I, I know. I don't know what to tell well, you. Maybe we, well, maybe we shake it. I don't know. We're, I, I mean, we're not experts. Nope. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I, I, I guess you could always stir it and see if you feel like you're getting good, good cohesion. It's going to be a game time decision, I think. We yeah. Could, we could. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, don't don't forget to tell us what 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 choice you made I when won't. you come back I, with that. I promise, uh, Chris. You're going to be drinking the Bijou, a uh, a classic cocktail. Um, couple few weeks ago, from the perspective of this episode, this was uh, getting a lot of attention on the uh, Reddit cocktails sub, and uh, I uh, decided I wanted to do uh i'd do it on the show and then you told me that you were sitting on a treasure chest and <laughs> bijou is the french word for jewel so i was like fuck yeah pretty good so pretty uh, good perfect <laughs> this is an an ounce of gin an ounce of sweet vermouth an ounce of green chartreuse and a dash of orange bitters uh so you're gonna stir them with ice until well chilled and strain into a chilled coop garnish with a maraschino cherry and a lemon twist Please. In the interest of full disclosure, I took this for a test run last night at work. About yeah. 6, 6 p.m., I said, fuck it, it's time. I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Uh, ben, you're going to be drinking something called the Happy Honey Cocktail. Uh, it's two ounces of brandy, an ounce of fresh grapefruit juice, and a half an ounce of honey syrup. Uh, shake all ingredients with ice and strain into a small martini glass. Uh, I don't know, smaller... I guess that just means not 80s size. Yeah, right. Not yeah, not comically <laughs> large. Yes. Uh, yeah. Where are you getting these drinks from? Here, there, and everywhere. Okay. Research, man. Wow. Yeah. We pull it from all corners of the web, you know, and old school print, you know? Okay. Yeah. And then the fucking experts always tell us we got some ingredient wrong or some technique wrong. And we're like, yeah. hey, 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 guys. You, you should have shaken off. it. We're just right. we're just trying to explore, you know. Do you we're, know we're we're beginners here. So I think Alex, right behind you, uh, there's a stack of books on on top of the shelf mm. there. There's a 
a book that I've been going to regularly called the uh, Dale DeGroff. I think it's called The Art of the Cocktail or something like that. I see. And uh, every drink I've picked in there, Ben has had something to say about it. (laughs) And uh, Dale DeGroff is apparently some uh, legendary guy who, uh, you know, I'm not too familiar with. But um, does not look like an 80s book or something. It looks like from the 80s, right? Definitely. Uh, 2002. That's a book from 2002. <laughs> I have no idea like who designed this book, but it definitely looks older than it is. Um, the man's wearing <laughs> a hell of a ring. Maybe that's just yeah. the yeah, it's just the milieu he comes out of, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I think I, he has a reputation for being like kind of, kind of of that era, though. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, know. He's, he's too a, much uh, about he's it. A, he's what's known uh, as a silver fox. He's a he's a uh, gray-haired gentleman and. Uh, yeah. Uh, today I bought. I'd hit it. I was <laughs> I was picking up uh, ingredients for uh, the waiting room. Uh, former um, drink request from my father uh, for his hip surgery, uh, hip replacement surgery. Oh so yeah. I got the rest. How's of- your dad doing? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's on the good. mend. He's uh, yeah. I think the amount of pain he was feeling before the surgery uh, made the amount of pain after surgery feel like a cakewalk. So. I mean, that's, that's pretty good, I guess. Um, that is, uh, you know, sort of a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I say that to, 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 to say that, uh, I bought some, um, Dale DeGroff pimento bitters today cause it was the only option I had. So, uh, that's what's going in the, the waiting room drink. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's go, let's go make these drinks. Let's do it. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. That's that's English for salute. Salute. <laughs> this might be the worst part of the podcast every week. It the, really like, is. No, it is. The drinking sound. Four or five yeah. seconds of everybody like Silence. slurping into the microphone. Yeah, yeah no, some, it definitely is. Some Foley uh, yeah. artists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, it's a, a <laughs> nothing. Green- Quite like the sound of people mm. gulping and li- licking and their stuff, lips, yeah. and um, yeah, it <laughs> fucking drives me nuts. <laughs> drives me fucking nuts. <clears throat> Maybe I should cut in after we've already tasted them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how's it? How's it taste? It's mine lovely. T- mine is, is it? yeah. It's, I would describe it as lovely. Yeah, Ben, how, how's it taste? The the, uh, the house of pain is lovely. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Would you say it, it it salves the pain that you felt in having to move on on the super sudden? It's helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Not completely, but yeah. What well, the fuck happened, man? That is like a nightmare scenario. Well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to complain or you know, Please woe do. is me or Please anything, do. but because it's certainly not the case. But it, uh, you know, there's there's only a couple ways you can be. Uh, kicked out of your residence in Toronto. Um, Right. We've been there for five years. Nice place. Um, You know, it was home. And, uh, but it wasn't a raging party. It wasn't, (laughs) you know, blasting music too loud or anything like that. Or uh, it was just simply the landlord felt like moving back in. Oh, yeah. uh, Wow. That would be, that would be all well and good. But, uh, it just happened that the timing couldn't have been worse. So, uh, man, you know, big tour coming up had to had to split really fast and find a wow. place. So, yeah, 
Jeez, like I don't think that you could do that in New York. Like, I don't, I don't think a landlord actually has standing to take possession of the property back. Really? Unless, I think the yeah. the loophole is if they plan on living there, if they plan on being, uh, they're allowed to do that. Or like, so I mean, is there some sort of time? Like, they're, you're, you're given a month or something? Or it was two months, but yeah. um, which is great. That's mm-hmm. kind of like what you'd hope, yeah. bare minimum. Um, so it's not like any wrongdoing that we had to deal with. It was just simply, um, I was out, I was going to be out of town for the next kind of yeah. several Jesus. weeks. So, right. so the hunting for a place was, go- was the terrifying kind of notion. It was, oh, like well, and also just yeah. like, if you're in, <laughs> if you're in a place for five years, you're like in that fucker, like your shit is like under uh, the floor. Oh, it was madness, yeah. madness. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you start to realize um all of the the pack ratting you've been doing it's unbelievable (laughs) just looking at my wife like why do we have this is it's like well that's my it's my stuffed animal i was like well yeah Yeah. exactly why do we have this oh great this is just a closet full of garbage (laughs) i that's really how i looked at it i just could not believe so you know having to get everything out of that place fast um and then just sort of uncovering all these i wouldn't say lost treasures i would say like you said total garbage (laughs) that you've been accumulating for years and years and years so so it was fun in the end was it was it um like a lateral move in terms of do you happier with the place you're in or is it kind of like uh is a step back i like the neighborhood uh i mean for people out there listening toronto's real estate market right now is really truly ridiculous laughably ridiculous yeah it's overpriced um, and no one can figure out why i mean toronto's a great place but i mean <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's a joke it's wild so i think it was is sort of a lateral move but maybe a little bit down yeah down the ladder yeah yeah um, that's where they get you man i when we moved i was like we have to have at least one thing about our new apartment be way better than our old apartment and that means we spend we're spending like twice as much <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Was your yeah, Ben? Was your move uh, forced upon you? I can't remember the scenario. Similar, wasn't it? It wasn't forced upon us. It was a little awkward because we lived with another couple for years, right? And uh, we loved living with them, and we remain really good friends with them. But uh, the there was a little bit of a uh, a dance to get out of there in a way where everybody didn't everybody felt okay with how it went down and mm-hmm. i think at, at some point they thought that they were moving out a month ahead of us but it ended up that we moved out a month ahead of them and i think that that was like kind of an unpleasant surprise for them because they didn't want to feel like they got left with all the like really <laughs> shitty cleanup uh, part yeah well i mean there's and a- so we made we i mean we tried to make an effort to like not have it go down in that way but i also really wanted to be first out um, let's be real you screwed them over <laughs> yeah no yeah, well, you, like you kind of end up doing that because i mean we we ended up feeling a little bit bad too uh you know i think the next day was garbage day or something but like we like just covered <laughs> the front the front <laughs> um yard and uh driveway with like 
unbelievable amounts of stuff, you know, crossing our fingers that the, yeah. that the garbage man would be, you know, would be willing to play along. It was yeah. just or, or neighborhood pack rats, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that like, is hey, a good thing is... about Toronto. You can usually put it something out, and 10 minutes totally. later, it's gone. Yeah. So many times. I'm going to yeah. fix this busted toilet seat, and then it's going to be good as new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is. It's like, especially in my neighborhood, I mean, you can put something, like, you put something out at the bottom of the driveway, you know, a piece of furniture or something that's like, perfectly usable reusable and i don't oftentimes i don't even get to the front door like i'll turn around to yeah. see if you know if anyone's looked and there's like three people <laughs> hovering over like this you know a, a cupboard just, with a broken door scurry out of the bushes yeah 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 um yeah but so it wasn't the, all usable i'll say that right, right. <laughs> some so of it was you, like just destroyed ikea furniture that we as they as actually took like pickaxes too to get like you know just just <laughs> had to had yeah. to take it apart to get it out the door. So did you, you you take the opportunity to like call your belongings then? Like you you got rid of a ton of stuff. Oh, totally. I mean, it was uh, pretty an, ama- an amazing feeling to yeah, to yeah. cleanse yourself that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, liquidate I mean, all feel- of your garbage. <laughs> yeah. You have to have the right mindset about that, though. Like, that can feel amazing, but in a sudden situation like that, that can also feel like a major, like, violation. And Yes. I and mean, like, it, like I said, I uh, I'm, I, don't think we were hard, like, we, we, no one did us wrong, you know? It right. was just like a, yeah. a certain bunch of circumstances that made it, yeah, it unpleasant. I'm not, you know, it's not <laughs> anything more than that, but um, for me... I think more so than my wife, uh, it was very liberating to right to get everything out. Yeah, she but, lost all her stuffed animals. Well, that's it, you know, and uh, you know, <laughs> Man. all the well, I mean, yearbooks are something you should keep. Yeah, but there was there was a pretty an amazing uh, amazing collection of things that I did not know she owned. <laughs> yeah. how, how did this get in here? I thought I, thought I knew this? you. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, so I guess yeah, the 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 stress is like compounded by the fact that you were leaving soon so i mean you were given two months but really we did it in two weeks it's found crazy. a place wow. moved out in two weeks before we had to hit the road and so yeah that Man, was hectic that could be yeah. that could be a reality show yeah exactly the two, right the two-week move the drama that ensues you just can't write that stuff Ugh. yeah yeah no yeah. it's not it's i don't even like the the thought of it <laughs> um but real quick alex let's trade sips what do you say okay He's, Oh, a little sip trade. A little sip trader. Oh, yeah. Watch this glass. There's a chip in it. I gave Alex a glass that could potentially cut his mouth wide open. Oh, that's no good. That's no good, Bowman. No. He was nice enough to come on our ridiculous cocktail podcast. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? It, straight to the, the bitter section of my tongue is yeah. Campari. Wow. Yeah. I would, I would, I would. Wait, what's the measure of Campari that's in this? I can't remember. Three, maybe, would you maybe an ease ounce. up off that. I think I would. I'm Back not a huge down on the Campari. I'm not a huge Campari person. Like I'll drink a Negroni, maybe one Negroni a year. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's nice. It's a nice drink. It's definitely uh, <clears throat> refreshing. Yeah, I think actually some. Uh, my brother actually he's getting he's getting hitched this weekend. Yeah. And I think his soon to be wife would love really this. love that yeah. house of pain drink. Yeah. Well. Then, uh, I mean, it kind of works. It's like, well, you're going to be living together. So uh, here's, welcome to the house of pain. 
<laughs> I'm sure they live together. No, jump right? around, jump up, jump up, and get down. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this is, I should uh, should point out, it's P-A-Y-N-E. I don't know if it's named after the person that... I think this is a Death & Co. drink. It is a oh, Death & Co. Yeah, I think it's a Death & Co. drink. Man, they, they like, were so fucking ahead of the game on putting uh, fresh raspberries in cocktails. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I think, like, the first or second time I went there, I had a, a punch that was, uh, it had uh, a big block of ice with raspberries frozen into it, like floating in the middle. Wow. And oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that like, that like kind of almost effervescent fresh zing mm-hmm. that the raspberry has mm-hmm. alongside the like whatever alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not. Put, gonna... put raspberries in everything. Yeah. Let's just, <laughs> let's call it a day. Sure. Uh, well, Ben, why don't you tell us a little about, about, uh, your drink and, uh, situation? Well, I, uh, my new doggy took a big steaming dump <laughs> uh-huh. in, uh, on the bathroom floor <laughs> today. Uh, we're still struggling with the housebreaking process. Mm-hmm. So is he, by the and, way. And, uh, yeah, just, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's struggling. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, he. Uh, so I I left the house real hot under the collar to go pick up a grapefruit to make my it's drink, and totally I came you. home with two oranges. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I uh, I fortunately had some some uh, some uh, bottled grapefruit juice in my fridge um, to make this drink with, but I really think that this is one where the the citrus has got to be fresh. Well, uh, I mean, to, for, uh, to, for a man, a man like yourself, I mean, you typically pay attention to detail. I, I really, I'm, I'm dumbfounded as how you, how you left the store with two oranges instead of grapefruits. But I mean, I know. Well, can, I was also, I was also listening to our friend Gene Gray on the Microphone Check podcast. Are you okay. familiar with that no. show? I don't know. Uh, this is NPR's hip hop uh, uh, podcast. I, I was gonna, yeah, the the the, the, uh, the hip hop artist Gene Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, friend yeah. of the show. So she's a yeah. past past guest on the show, oh. and uh, the uh, microphone check podcast is co-hosted by Ali Shahid Mohammed no from shit. Tribe Called Quest, and they were having a real love fest. Oh man, uh, I gotta check that out. And I was like in a bit of a fugue state listening <laughs> to that. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I would uh, like here's here's a, a real thought process I went through at the grocery store. I left the house going. Got to buy one grapefruit. Just got to buy one grapefruit that's small enough to go in my in my citrus juicer. Mm-hmm. And I get there and I'm like, I can't believe I have to buy two oranges. I've got oranges coming from the delivery tomorrow, uh-huh. and I'm going to buy two oranges tonight because of this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I, I, yeah, was not self-critical enough. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I've been uh, so I have this. Um, you've seen this, Chris. I have this butcher block table mm-hmm. that uh, I've had for years and years uh, as as like a kitchen counter. And our new apartment just doesn't really need like an extra kitchen counter, but it does need a dining table. Mm-hmm. And so I've been wanting to convert this thing into a dining table. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend gave me some table legs to do that with. Um, and I spent like literally an entire day like <laughs> taking the butcher block top off the shelving shit that it was attached to mm-hmm. and drilling new holes and putting 
these new legs on only to flip the table over and find out that I'd only dropped it about two and a half inches and it's still way too high to be like a normal dining table. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it was just one of those like, well, I mean, you're I not just put in a, f a fuckload of work without actually, you know, I, 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 uh, I measured zero times right. and cut once. Right, right. You didn't break out a tape measure. That's the problem. I mean, you're just eyeballing it. Unbelievable. That's, I wouldn't say that you're not a handyman because of that. I mean, you, you, you know, you're not afraid to like take out the screwdriver and take a fucking, you know, uh, butcher. Yeah. Block well, top. that's the problem. I should be. I should have some fear about taking out the screwdriver because more often than not, I fucking bust my ass for a day and wind up no better off than when I started. Well, so and, uh, what's, the, what's the end result? I mean, did you get a table, or are you, is it just all in pieces on the floor? No, I mean, it's it's a table. It's just like an awkward table where <laughs> if you sit in like a dining table, if, if you sit in a chair that you would have at a dining table, the table is like at nipple height, <laughs> which is just too high. You I, know? Man, I just, you know, that's a uh, conversation piece. It's like, yeah, I mean, like if like, everybody wants like, to feel like a six-year-old sitting around the <laughs> yeah. sitting around my dinner party, cutting your steak at fucking chest height. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty good. It's a good. That look. might be a good theme party, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, uh, probably eliminates the the need for. I mean, eating soup is pretty good. You just lower your head into the bowl, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah, oh it's pretty good. Yeah, I could do a whole flight of cocktails where the liquid like comes like right up to the very t tip top of the glass, and you just reach your top lip over. Sure. Into it. Yeah. <laughs> Very carto cartoon-like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you, you know, like, I'm... You have some experience this, building a table, though. Did you not tell a story about building a table with your dad or a desk or something? Yeah, this is the same thing. I mean, like, I originally was just going to try and find, like, tall seats for it and take the shelves out and keep the original legs so that it would be, like... I don't know, like a countery height mm -hmm. of dining table, but uh, I feel like that's kind of obnoxious, and it's also like not even quite tall enough to do that. It's just such a, it's an awkward height. Yeah, it's going to be a cool table once it's a table, but it's just not yet. <laughs> right. And uh, right now it's a drafting and table. And I, I, like I, I've I've literally put you know like if if I like if I like charged my day rate to myself, right. you could have bought three for tables. The work I've done on this table, I could have bought <laughs> ten. <laughs> fantastic tables yeah. well maybe you got to start thinking that way i don't know alex are you are you yeah. are you a handyman at all at home no no it's safe to say that i'm not <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you like uh, you know uh our mutual friend one friend of the show graham walsh like he's a bit of a gearhead so he can like you know solder things and stuff like that like are you and he well he's done some some great things with his place so well I mean, yeah i mean that guy like, you know he just broke. I think at one point, like literally, broke out a fucking book and yeah, like, or like watched a video and like reframed a wall and stuff. You know, that shit strikes not me. Terrifying. Not fear, me. Yeah, strikes fear deep in my heart. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Anyone who can do that, I've respect, mad so, respect for. Yeah, but uh, I feel like yeah, my brothers could probably do something like that by by reading about it. Yeah, not me. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. the artist of the family. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could call me something, but it's not it's not a handyman. Yeah. What I should do is when I go into like a, a a hardware store, I should just pay attention to what a fucking asshole I make of myself in front of the guys that work at the hardware store, mm -hmm. and and base how careful I am being with my actions on that. Because if if I look back at like 
going into the store, I, I rented a, a sander to like resurface the table a little mm-hmm. bit and I, I uh, bought some some screws and I I was like, uh, you know, talking to the hardware store guy like, like I'm big shit and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> right. I'm like, do I need to countersink these screws or just drill pilot holes? <laughs> and the, he's like looking at me with like a blank stare like, what are you talking yeah. about, homie? It's the same <laughs> and, uh, as, it's. I've, I feel like... Uh, um, hardware stores are very similar to record stores in that it's almost the Any spe- oh, it's yeah. expected it, to they're supposed to talk down to you and if they don't they're not yeah, doing their job it's absolutely true it's any <laughs> specialty shop where you walk in and like you walk in and you know just with like a timid sort of uh, presence and they're all over you, you know, it's yeah. done it's done you know you're <laughs> fucking done you walk into a record store and asking for a, a fucking band that you like that Oh, they're gonna. I, is this cool? Is it not cool? Like, what are they gonna think of me? You know, it's like exactly asking, like, do I uh, do I have to like counter screw this or uh, just pilot holes? You know, it's, it's totally you're throwing out terminology and then it just gets thrown right back in your face. It's it's really funny. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun to go to a hardware store with my father because he uh, was a contractor for years and is now an architect, so mm-hmm. he can fucking run rings around these people, right? And uh, you know, like you still wind up, you know, with a lot of the same problems Man. at the end of the day. But it's at least fun to like, I don't know. My uncle speaks uh, fluent uh, Mandarin Chinese and it's fucking blast going into a Chinese restaurant with him because they see this like f- fucking dumpy old white guy sit down. <laughs> and they come up expecting him to order like orange chicken and he starts like ordering shit that's not on the menu right. and like criticizing the choice of music that they're playing. Well, listen, you, you so you grew up you grew, you grew up with a father who knew the ins and outs of construction. I mean, did he ever try to pass that knowledge on? And you kind of He tried very hard to pass it on um and I think there was sort of a mixture of me not being naturally gifted in this area yeah. and uh, there, him not kind of doing it in a way that would demonstrate the intrinsic value of the knowledge. Um, at one point when I was like seven or eight, I want to say, I uh, asked my folks if I could have permission to build a tree house in the backyard mm-hmm. And uh, they gave it the thumbs Fuck, up. I and, so desperately wanted to build a treehouse. Yeah. And so my dad and I started drawing up plans that wound up as a freestanding 16-foot tall structure <laughs> that had, like, concrete footings <laughs> that we dug, like, post holes out in the backyard. Oh, and man. and. And, like, went and bought a shit ton of lumber. And then, like, the neighbors were pissed off because there was this big, like, structure in our backyard that just, like, looked down into their that yard. That is amazing. And it never, it, like, the, the worst thing was it was never finished. Like, it was a fucking floor that was 12 feet off the ground with no way to get up to it. And no walls and no roof for years. Like, we moved out of the house before finishing this thing. Are you kidding? That is amazing. And, like... And, like, I had friends that built, like, way cooler treehouses in a weekend <laughs> without asking their parents' permission by just, like, fucking stealing shit off their dad's lumber pile and going and you doing know, it. You know, you your know? dad's lumber pile. Well, I was going to say, I, well, I feel like it was almost a standard thing for a dad yeah. to have a workshop yeah. and a lumber yeah. pile. Because yeah. it's the same with my dad. It was just, like, 
if I wanted to learn these things, I could have. Exactly. Just right. I'm the same. Apparently, I was not interested I, at the time, and I have massive regrets about that. Exactly. So, be, like, let know. me ask you this: What did you do instead? Like, when you had a learning opportunity with your dad in some, like, you know, like, um, you know, uh, I've heard it referred to as man school. You know, <laughs> if you had an opportunity to, you know, take a class <laughs> at man school, you know, what did you do instead? Oh, uh, man adversity. Yeah, I, I. You know, like skipped, it, you know, skipped maniversity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, well, I mean, you know, what's, what's, uh, less manly than kind of going sitting in your room, listening to records. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, no I, regrets, but my God, no, I know. I mean, he was I, probably furious yeah. with me. Uh, I just, I remember my dad, he always, yeah, he was in the garage always, you know, tinkering like he was a maintenance mechanic by trade and um you know just there was nothing he couldn't do at home right i mean like and you know electrical like work like rewiring things like that like and he always like you know you know be afraid of electricity like, have a healthy respect for electricity you know and uh how, how would he say that oh, fuck <laughs> no no not tonight <laughs> so he, he you know he would uh there's like there's a photo I have of my sister and I, and I'm standing in my living room with a fucking wooden guitar that my dad used. <laughs> he he made, he took his jigsaw and he most guitars are wooden. Right? Well, but I mean like a solid wood, no string. Man, like, you're blowing plank. my mind here. I've same thing. Really? Yeah. So he he fucking <laughs> like jigsawed a guitar for me, and I'm wearing like a plaid shirt and a red hat. I got in this photo, and all I can think of is like I, like, I hope to God I'm listening to a Neil Young record or Cheap I, Trick or Cheap Trick, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, but there's this photo of my sister and I in the living room, like fucking shag carpet, you know, like late '70s, early '80s style. And um, and this is the kind of thing he would do, you know. He would make he would make. Yeah, wow. he made he made a fucking wrestling ring for me for my WWF figures and shit. <laughs> like, because I asked for like the official one, he's like, "No, I'll make you one." I'm like, "Okay, you know, make me one." And it was like fucking steel post, <laughs> steel posts, like f- blue foam mat. Like, it fucking was amazing. It was like this amazing, you know, like with holes drilled for like elastic rope and stuff. Anyway, this is the kind of shit real men do for their kids. Yep. I don't know what yeah, I seriously. don't know. Same uh, kind of block wood guitars for. Uh... Yeah, to before they would give me a real one. Yeah, definitely. Let's just see here. his dedication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dance around with this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. Really, you know, it's like, <laughs> let's build up them shoulder and yeah. leg muscles. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well, Ben. I mean, well, Chris, we're dying to know, man. What's the fucking treasure chest that uh, you're sitting on? Okay. How is the bijou pair with it? Give us the rundown. All right. So, <clears throat> you guys heard of Facebook, right? <laughs> I'm on Facebook the other day, and uh, there's a suggested suggested. Uh, you may know, you know, this person, and it's the sister. It's right. the sister of a person that, like, one of my like first friends I remember having, um, someone who I have not seen in a very very long time, and uh, um, so I clicked through her page to find her brother. Uh, yeah, uh, he's like when we met, it was like first grade. Okay, so. At Sushi is his name, young Japanese-Canadian kid. And uh, we became fast friends. And so we reconnect, you know, fast forward uh, 30-some-odd years later. And uh, um, we're just chatting uh, and, and, you know, and talking about uh, old times and stuff. And 
And one of the earliest mem memories I have was at my birthday. I don't know how old I would have been, six, seven, eight years old or something. He gave me a container, like a margarine. I believe the brand was either uh, Imperial or Blue Bonnet margarine container. And um, Oh, man, I was really hoping for Brummel. Do you guys have Brummel up there? I don't remember hearing of Brummel, no. Do you guys remember Country uh, Croc? Yeah, I do remember Country yeah. Croc. Remember the commercials being very weird, disturbed. Weird, weird <laughs> color tub. Yeah, they're weird. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. Back in the day, uh, for real quick side note about margarine, you used to have to have dye in it legally. So it was like orange. It was the fucking weirdest thing. Anyway, um, so, so this container, uh, I, I opened this <laughs> container and inside, I was like, oh, this is a funny, like it was taped shut and I like, thought like, what a f weird thing to get, you know? So I open it up. And yeah. inside, like, I still have these fucking things. Like, they, they, they were, um, I don't know if you remember a show, uh, there's no real reason we should know it, but it's called Ultraman. Have you ever heard of Ultraman? No? Oh, yeah. Like, Ultraman was, I think, a guy, you know, it was like this superhero in a suit who could, like, fucking grow to, like, the size of a, like, a skyscraper, and he would, you know, kind of, like, battle Godzilla-like monsters and stuff. Anyway, so. Yeah. This is a massive, a massive Japanese yeah. cartoon. From uh, what I know, I mean, I don't know. It was too like much a about it, I think it was a live action like... show. It was like live action, so it's like men, yeah, oh, it men in suits action? destroying like TV kind sets of, or TV like Godzilla kind of. Yeah, exactly situation. right, exactly right. So, so in in the container is all these little. I mean, one and a half inch tall. Just a side side yeah. note. My personal like like I will know I have arrived when I walk onto a soundstage. As the director, and there's a miniature city so, and a guy in a monster costume <laughs> that's about to go rampage around it, and I get to film sure. it. Sure, man. Let's let's. Uh, oh man, I so desperately want to be a part of that goal. I'll be the man. I'll be the. Yeah, hey, I tried to make I'll that be the man in the film suit. school. I'll be the man in the again. suit. How's that sound? I'll do a Hell fucking yeah. backflip into a fake building. I don't care. Um, okay, just send your headshot to the uh, <laughs> casting people. Okay. I don't. I don't make that okay, decision. Sure. Just give me the. Give me. Tell me where to go. Um, so I open this container and, um, there's all these multicolored, like, I, I think they were erasers. Like, I, I think that's what they were. It was like little erasers. And, um, so it's all the different villains or like monsters from Ultraman. Right. So, you know, very, like Whoa. just crazy designs. And, um, uh, so he sends me a link cause we, we got to talking like, you know, I, I remember this, I, I still remember the fucking first grade birthday present you gave me. So. He's like, oh yeah, and then he was the one that brought up the container, which I also remembered, and uh, and uh, <laughs> then he sends me a link to a like Japanese eBay page, and one of the figures, like I I cannot, uh, we're, I'm still, I'm gonna find out tomorrow what I what exactly I have, and if it's actually worth as much as tomorrow. Uh, come on, I know we're leaving. A, it's a bit of a cliffhanger here, but uh. so the, one of the figures, like maybe three <laughs> or four down, I'm scrolling down, and I. This is this is hot, hot pod pie. right here. Yeah, this is you're gonna be listening to the next episode. I tell you what, um, and so I recognize this this third or fourth image down, and I'm like, oh man, if it isn't this, it's fucking close. Like I'm I'm kind of like I'm I'm not exactly sure. So it's worth three hundred thousand yen, which sounds like a, a shitload of money, but it's twenty five hundred US dollars still for a one and a half inch tall thing that I've had in a fucking <laughs> container for you know, 30 years, you know, Damn. like, so, I That's know. Amazing. So I'm like, you know, I, I, uh, was looking through hermetically sealed in a, <laughs> no, an imperial no, it changed containers container. because, uh, back in the day I, uh, expanded my horizons and went with, uh, do either one of you guys remember a collection of little, like similar sized toys called muscles? 
They were like they were called like no. muscles. So they were like Japanese. Um, I think they had a cartoon and stuff, but uh, they were like these little like wrestlers that had you know it's like all crazy character design and you know whatever. So I, I've got these toys at home, and they're all kind of mixed in together. So I'm gonna go home, and I'm almost positive I know exactly where they are. And and even yeah. if even if like I have three that are worth like a couple of hundred dollars, you know what I mean? It's like what the fuck? Yeah. And then and then like right away I you know I was like, well, what do I do now? I mean, I've I've hung on to these things, and they they would have stayed buried forever, and probably end up in my nephew's toy collection <laughs> or something. Or if you're forced to move really quickly, <laughs> you would throw them to the curb. Yeah, like I did. Yeah, like literally, yeah, literally wow. this container it still has. I drew on a piece of paper like. M dot U dot S dot C dot L dot E muscle like I like drew out and like taped to the top of this container and inside this container are all these fucking toys and um <laughs> and uh so then I, I get a maybe a few hours later uh, at sushi uh messages me to say okay look I did a Yahoo search you know maybe we got a little ahead of ourselves wow this guy's on the cutting end of edge of technology. <laughs> Yeah, he did a Yahoo search. Yeah, yeah, he totally. And uh, he, so, how do you get to that? Do you bing for where the Yahoo no. website is? Or? He like quickly inserted his AOL disk into his computer and fired up. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway, so uh, he said that you know maybe it's we've gotten a little ahead of ourselves, but anyway, the the, the fact remains that there there's potential here that even again, like if it's like $50, you know, like these are things that you never, yeah. ever think of it, but it's funny. Cause it very, went, very quickly went from me saying like, Oh man, I've always wanted to, you know, come to Japan. It's like, maybe it's a good opportunity. Like, you know, I can come out and visit. And then he's like, you know, that was so minutes later followed this email. He's like, Holy shit here. You can fund your trip with these, you know? <laughs> so instead of that, it's like, I'm going to pay for the taxi to get to the airport and you know, whatever. But still yeah. pretty cool. Still pretty cool. Yeah, Still pretty not cool. Bad. Not, not bad at totally. all. Well, uh, we uh, desperately need to find out what winds up happening with that. How do you like the bijou? Um, it's um, it's a um, it's pretty good. Like the green chartreuse. It just like that's the only thing I can taste. To be honest, it commands your commands your attention. Yeah, huh? yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, I love green chartreuse, uh, but yeah. I think again, it would maybe need to be. But again, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what the experts might say about this. But green chartreuse, it is a. It's an overwhelming taste. Um, yeah. Uh, and I. Well, the experts. The experts are. Are you know, they. Uh, they definitely serve a purpose. But uh, this yeah. is all about personal totally. taste. You know, if, so, if you like it with less green chartreuse, make it with less. Green I, chartreuse. I think I will. And you know. I don't know if I might make it with double the green chartreuse because I fucking love that shit. Did you ever try that industry sour thing? Like the, the worst, yeah. worst name drink ever, but the best tasting drink ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like green and chartreuse. The, uh, and, and the working man, the, uh, oh, yeah. the, uh, the follow-up the one that we did. Yeah. Both, both tremendous drinks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, the Bijou is a nice drink. Uh, and, oh, uh, we didn't really get into it, but we ended up stirring the, uh, house of pain. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, right I just went with, the directions I was given. Yeah. I mean, it went from, it came from a pretty reputable source. So I just stuck. Yeah. To well, it. Alex, do you feel like you got enough <clears throat> raspberry flavor out of that? Yes. It's uh, I would, I would have it again. 
Oh, it's a, it's a revisit. Uh, it's all, it's right. all over my shirt as it, as it is right <laughs> oh, now. No. So I liked it a little bit Shit. too much. Well, I've got some. Uh, I've got some club soda we can uh, take. Oh, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, you know, he had half a drink and it had me going shit. back for more. Good, great. Yeah, I was getting right a little bit he, excited. We're uh, we're we're talking about rating systems, potential rating systems here, and yeah, well, yeah, maybe. The dribble, maybe the dribble, like that's I think three so. dribbles. I don't I know. I think the, the all over the shirt <laughs> means you liked it. Yeah, only because you're so excited to get it to your lips. Totally. Yeah. If you get it, if you get it on your shirt and your pants, that's like that's like a, a ten out of ten, right? Well, I think you deserve the ten for the tipping it onto your computer. <laughs> right. Yeah. That. Uh, this I'm uh, I'm up in my uh, my little lofted office in my apartment. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time I've recorded an episode up here since since I dumped the drink on my uh, computer. It's been I, it was a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a uh, an emotional journey for me to get back up here. <laughs> oh uh, man! To do that, God damn! I, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're uh, I mean, I know I can speak for Alex on this. We're both very proud of you, but it's, it takes a lot to get back on that horse. So, <laughs> congratulations. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a horse's neck to celebrate. <laughs> Listener request. Do we have one this week? Uh, I believe that we do. Well, let's fire it up. Hi, Chris and Ben. It's Stacy. Uh, I have a pretty big doozy of a life event that I could use a drink for. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be quitting my job. It's okay. This will be in the future. Everyone can know now. Uh, I don't have another job lined up. I am just going to be sort of a transient for a while. I'm, I'm going to go to LA for about a month, but ultimately I want to take a train for 45 days around America visiting everyone. So I could use a really good uh, hobo drink. The cheaper, the better. And uh, <laughs> if it could fit in a flask, that would be ideal. Thanks, guys. Oh, You're fun. Man. Bye. Oh, we're fun. Stacy is... Uh, wow. There's not enough good words hobo drink. To, 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 to describe Stacy. Uh First of yeah. all, what a fucking we're both, we're both personal personal friends of Stacy. What a, I should point out. What a brave. She's in the music video that we made with uh, Nadia Kamal and uh, Josie Long. That's right. Uh, what a brave choice, though. I mean, to quit your job. Seriously, I think she's got a pretty steady gig, uh, and you know, I mean, I don't know exactly what Stacy does, but to quit a, a regular gig to float around is a huge fucking decision, and uh, not a light one. Um, no. But uh, yeah, that's that's great. Well, congratulations, Ben. What do what do we have for? Her? Uh, well, we have a cocktail called the Swindle. Uh, this is not not a great flask drink, actually. Right. <laughs> Come to think of it, right. But uh, uh, you know, we were uh, we were scrambling to get to get the uh, the episode together. But so I think one of the you'll have to one of us. the components is is uh, is flask worthy. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So. Uh, the swindle is two ounces of bourbon, an ounce of simple syrup, an ounce of lemon juice, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and two dashes of Peychaud's bitters. So you'll uh, put the bourbon, simple syrup, lemon juice in a Collins glass filled with crushed ice and top it with the bitters and garnish with mint. So it's kind of a, almost like a, uh, what do you call that? Oh, I always forget the name of the fucking Kentucky Derby drink. Oh, Julep. <laughs> right. But, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
But uh, yeah, I would say this is a twist on a julep, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, you know, worst comes to worst, you just have a flask full of bourbon, and uh, but you right. you take but it to wherever. If you're on a forty-five yeah. day, how hard is it to get together the other things in this drink for when you have have enough time to to mix yourself a proper Absolutely. cocktail? Absolutely, Absolutely. I'm picturing her on the like, you know jumping trains that's like total yeah. hobo style yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so well, it might be difficult John Roderick situation to, to find some of these ingredients uh very good point so i mean again fill the flask <laughs> just fill the flask with bourbon and then wherever you get off where you like do a dive roll off a slow-moving train in whatever town <laughs> uh and you pick up your bindle make sure there's a, a little bottle of peychaudes and you've got your your bourbon and then the rest of you know, you whip up uh, some simple syrup in a kitchen somewhere. It's oh man, I just came up with the best idea. Okay. T- before you leave, you you take a bottle of Peychaud's bitters. You pour half of it out and you top it up with Angostura. So you've got you've got a pre-mixed Angostura Peychaud's, and then you just do four dashes of that instead of the two dashes of one, two dashes of the other. Oh my God. You, you, you just re- huge time. You just saver. bear witness to the the genius of this guy's brain. <laughs> yeah, speechless. <laughs> yeah, that, Alex is doing everything he can to speak into a microphone right now, and he cannot breathe. He can't even exhale. That is fucking gold right there. Gold. Uh. Alex, uh, how can people find Mets and you online? Um, many, many places. <laughs> it's still I'm still, I'm a little bit <laughs> in awe of that uh, genius move. <laughs> um, there's many ways, but uh, let's say, let's know, say face, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, um, subpop.com. Um, Mets and then Mets spelled backwards dot com. We're everywhere. We're at the, you know we are and that's a M E T Z. Yes, my, yes. My, I say yeah. Z. You say Z. That's right. We say Z. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what about the Twitter? The Twitter handles. You know what that is off the top of your head. <laughs> oh no, calling him out and, uh, at Mets band. There's also Instagram recently. We just uh, oh, yeah. jumped on that. Us too, man. Congrats. Yeah. All right. Nice work. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> Kids love Instagram. Well, we'll, we'll. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna link to uh, when this goes out. We're gonna link to uh, Mets. Yeah, it'll be on but, the. Uh, it'll be on. Let's drink about. Yeah, what it. we, what we haven't mentioned is that. So I think around the time of this episode, it'll be. Uh, uh, Mets is releasing their new record, so it's either gonna be just before or just after the new record's out, which is May fourth, correct? This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, May the fourth totally. be with you. Uh, so you can follow Ben on Twitter at Benjamin R A H R, and you can follow Chris at Chris B Chicken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you can follow our show at Drink About It, and we're on Facebook and Insta and Tumblr and um, all the dot coms. Just look them yeah. all up. We should probably we should probably do a Pinterest at some point. Yeah, you know, we'll just you know we'll just get to them as we get to them. Sure. That's our that's uh, our second anniversary Pinterest. That'll be our big mic drop moment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you almost were like you, with the cart before the horse. Buddy. You, it sounded like you were like super excited, impressed, and then like a collar pull, like ooh, you know, like a, through Pinterest. Uh, yeah. Anyway, got got a little stressed out thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, well, uh, we should thank uh, Graham Walsh for the music and Paul Watling for the art. Yeah. And, and I guess uh, uh, we may already have new music and art by this point. <clears throat> yeah, we, we don't know. Not, it's, it's, it's happening. That's in the works. It's been, if, we, uh, we, if it hasn't already happened. We've been talking about it for so many weeks now. It'll happen. It's either happened prior to this or it's happening soon. But uh, yeah. Alex Edkins, thank you so much. I'm so glad. Yeah, thanks guys. a lot. So glad we, we could had a do lot this. of fun with you, buddy. Yeah, well, it's my pleasure. Well, we will be back at you next week. More life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Don't joke on your rum and coke. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you. Three, two, one. Pretty good. Pretty close. But pretty this pretty solid. Fucking gnarly delay most times. I was so impressed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, I just every time I do it, I, I can't help but think it's like this like signifying like energy boost to start the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs>